<laughs> You're such She's a... She's so uncomfortable. She doesn't know what to do. Come on, yeah. Come over here. She's like, Come lay right I here. give up. Or do I? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you weirdo. I can still pet you. Yeah, just lay right here. You can't sit with me. Here, lay down. She's like, I must sit on someone. No, no, no. <laughs> Come here. We do this all the time when I'm when I'm on my computer. Just lay right here. There you go. Yeah. See, you're still physically touching me. Everything's fine. She's like, <laughs> I feel like she's gonna try it again. She will. At first, you don't succeed. Try again, but don't change anything. <laughs> <laughs> try again with the same exact situation. Yep. Rita, that's the definition of insanity. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Just insane. Okay. Hey, Hoozles. Hi, I'm Olivier. And I'm Rosé. And you're listening to... Olivier and Rosé. The podcast where two girls get drunk and watch movies that Katie... That's me! Have ...has never seen... <laughs> has never seen katie what movie did we watch today the day after tomorrow good job you didn't forget i know i'm so proud of you except earlier this morning when we're in the car pat was like oh so like the day after tomorrow huh and i was like what's happening (laughs) (laughs) he was like oh the movie and i was like oh yeah that one Uh, yeah, what are we doing? No, nothing. Like, nothing. The what's movie. happening the day after? <laughs> I don't understand. Oh man. <laughs> so, the day after tomorrow was released mm-hmm. in two thousand and four, which seems like fucking forever ago, because it was. It was forever ago. Also, I have my plot summary. I know. Oh, you get into it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it was directed by Roland Emmerich, and it was written by Roland Emmerich and Jeffrey Natchmanoff. Whatever. Wow. Space House wouldn't tell me what that person's name was. And it runs... Yeah, it's N-A-C-H-M-A-N-O-F-F. Okay. So, Natchmanoff. Sure. Uh, it runs for two hours and four minutes. And then the main cast is Dennis Quaid, who plays Jack Hall... Jake Gyllenhaal, who plays Sam Hall, Emmy Rossum, who plays Laura Chapman, Dash Mihok, who plays Jason Jason Evans, J.O. Sanders, J.O. Sanders, who who plays Frank Harris, Sulla Ward, who plays Lucy Hall, Austin Nichols, who plays J.D., R.J. Smith, who plays Brian Parks, and Ian Holm, who plays Terry Rapsom. I didn't know that Emma Rossum was going to be in here. Rossum. Rossum was gonna be in here and i was like oh shit oh shit um katie what did you think this movie was about well rose (laughs) this movie is about climate change the world is about to burst into fiery flames just like real life it's a scary glimpse into what this world is becoming somehow kale gyllenhaal oh (laughs) kale Save the world with his pretty little face. King <laughs> love that Akato corrected to Kale. Kale Gyllenhaal. Kale Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. Oops. Um, I mean, 
Yes, but the opposite. Yeah. Instead of flames, it is uh, ice, ice, baby. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry, Rita. Was that not beautiful? Sorry, that beautiful songbird's voice. Here <laughs> just went like ugh, backwards. She's like, "Fuck off." Mm-hmm. She's like, "You wouldn't let me sit in your lap." Now you're singing. <laughs> yeah, Rita. She's welcome looks- to the fucking podcast. Yeah, she looks mad. It's like you don't know what we do every time we sit here and put these headphones on. <laughs> Ooh, you're white now. Your nails. Yeah. Oh, wow. I have to paint the top coat, but, uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I'm also just thinking about the fact that you went, you're white now. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of alcohol this podcast, I've had three sips of caffeine. So it's a different little dynamic. Okay, get back to this. So, like I was saying earlier, I watched this movie um, today, and I was finishing up the fun facts as you came over, so therefore I didn't write my notes, so I'm going to read it straight off of IMDb. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, you are correct, this movie is about climate change, and it starts off with three guys on, like, an ice shelf, and they're taking... Uh, samples? Yeah, but they're called cores, ice core uh. samples, on the Larsen ice shelf. And suddenly, the ice shelf starts to break, and Jack, a.k.a. Dennis Quaid, mm. jumps across the ice shelf to get his cores, and then they jump back. And then it cuts to... Honestly, I was literally said out loud, I don't care about my job that much. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Never enough to... Risk my life. If something like that happened, I'd be like, <laughs> let's get the fuck out of here. I'd get back in that little shack and yeah. be like, okay, well, yeah. someone come I, get me, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that passionate enough to, like, risk my life over it. Uh, cut to the UN Conference on Global Warming in New Delhi, where it is snowing, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. And Jack is like, listen, uh, these ice cores that I've taken, they're from 10,000 years ago, and... Basically, global warming changed the Earth's climate super quickly, and that could happen. And the vice president is like, <laughs> how's that going to happen? When's it going to happen? And he's like, I don't know, like, maybe a hundred years, maybe a thousand years. But, like, if we don't stop polluting the planet, like, mm-hmm. something's going to be fucked up. And the vice president's like, fuck you. And he's like, I'll be dead by then, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then uh, Jack runs into Terry who is a professor at the Climate Research Center in Scotland. Mm-hmm. And he keeps track of the world's currents, the ocean currents. And they talk, and he's like, I think you have something going on. Mm-hmm. And I believe what you have to say. Terry tells Jack that the melting of the polar ice caps has poured fresh water into the oceans. Hmm. And diluted the salt level balance. Weird. Interesting. 2004, you might have something to say about that. But (laughs) he's like, this could change the temperature and change the ocean currents to drop 13 degrees. Two buoys in the North Atlantic. That happens to them. We cut to, like, we go to the center in Scotland where it's like there's two younger guys who work with the professor. Yeah. And one buoy, they're like, weird, this is registering, like, a 13 degree drop. And they're like, eh. Like, it's it's messy seas out there. It probably just failed. And then two more do that. Mm-hmm. And they were like, whoa-oh. 
this is not good. In the meantime, though, we see that Jack has the son, Sam, who is played by a tiny little baby, Jake Gyllenhaal. The babiest of babies. He's so fresh and young. My quick math that I was doing is that he was 20 years old when he filmed this movie. Mm. Or when this movie came out. So probably 19 when this was filmed. Were they supposed to be in high school or college? High school. Okay. That's yeah. I was confused with that. But also he looks like he's in high school. So he's a child. Yeah. Yep. So he's going to New York from D.C. to uh, compete is the word I was trying to, I was thinking present and I knew that wasn't mm-hmm. right. To compete in a... This is like a deca- no. Not decathlon, but it's like an academic decathlon. Yeah. And with Emmy Rossum, who he has a crush on. Yeah, he's super smart. Yeah, she's a genius. And on the flight there... um. There's some turbulence, and he freaks mm-hmm. the fuck out because he's scared of flying. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and if I had that kind of turbulent turbulence on a plane, I would also be like, okay, well, I'm about to fucking die. Yeah. So, especially on a flight from D.C. to New York, which is, like, the shortest flight ever in history. Yeah. So. That's true. But then they, I feel like you always get turbulence when you don't go higher up. True. Which could be why, but still, that's a really aggressive one. In the meantime, we start to see kind of disaster things happen around the world. Um, There's, like, a couple big hurricanes, and then some giant fucking... Not even hail. I don't even want to say hail. Oh, hail! No. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Baseball-sized hail. Yeah, just, like, huge fucking chunks of ice come down out of the sky in in Japan. Oh, yeah. Japan... I'm assuming Japan. I don't know why. Maybe I read something that said Japan. That's possible. I don't know. Some somewhere in Asia. For show. For show. (laughs) (laughs) Where Tokyo? It says Tokyo is hit by softball-sized hail. Yes. Um, and then in LA, they're Mm -hmm. like, and here we are at the LA beach. Like, there's these huge waves. Look at these. They're surfers. Blah, 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 blah. Surprise! Three fucking tornadoes. Yeah. And they just just quickly destroy as many landmarks that they can think of in LA as possible. Mm -hmm. The Hollywood sign, Capitol Records. Yep. Basically all that shit. The US president comes in and the vice president is like, hey, uh, (laughs) shit's going down and... LA just got fucking destroyed and we need to ground all planes. I wish that's exactly verbatim what he said. <laughs> I know, just like... <laughs> so, uh, shit's going down and, uh, we're getting fucked. Katie and Ro- the conversation of Katie and Rose <laughs> were in Oval Office. Yeah. You're hey, the president, I'm uh, the vice president. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. President, shit's getting fucked up. Yo, like, how fucked up? Yo, real fucked up. We better cl- <laughs> ground some pl- planes. <laughs> And let's get wasted. Because <laughs> this shit is stressful. Like, Madam President, Madam Vice President, we need to leave. We're the last ones here. Hey, uh, is there like more tequila where we're going? I'm cold. <laughs> we're going to Mexico, so yeah, there's more tequila. Mexico. Cool, great. Avocados from Mexico. I was listening to a podcast, <laughs> sorry, sidebar. I was listening to a podcast yesterday. And Shout it was- them out. Uh, it's Wine and Crime. Nice. So, hey, hey, ladies. Hey. Um, and the episode they did was 
cartel crimes. Mm-hmm. And oh, so you yes. were like, well, obviously they're going to talk about, like, drugs. Yeah. Wrong! Avocado cartel. Stop! <laughs> and they were like, to to so not only can you feel bad about buying your Coke, but now you have to feel bad about buying avocados. I honestly was thinking about that when we were watching this movie because they show, like... Mexico, so I did what I just did in my head. Avocados from Mexico. And then I was like, I bet these are blood-cottos. Like, I <laughs> They um, are. They are blood-cottos. I can't imagine something coming out of Mexico where they're like, yeah, this, we're not gonna make it weird and sketchy. <laughs> wow. I just predicted the future. I think I'm a little bit psychic. Just saying. I'll read your hand. Your bomb. Okay, sorry, back to the movie. That makes me sad. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so in Scotland at this uh, place where they look at temperatures and shit, they're like, hey, um, shit is going down, they're watching TV, and they're like, we're gonna evacuate the royal family. Mm-hmm. And then we see three massive, uh, I almost said airplanes, but <laughs> helicopters Mm. That I assume are carrying the royal family. Otherwise, I don't know why we'd have that weird yeah. interlude. But right. um, they all go down because they're flying, and you see, we see them fly through the eye of the storm, yeah. and everything starts to immediately freeze, including the fucking gas lines. Yeah. And Terry, the professor, calls Jack, and he's like, "Hey, their lines, like their fuel froze." And he's like, "How does that happen? Like, what temperature does that happen?" And he's like, at negative 150 degrees, like, we had to look it up. We didn't even know. That's fucked. Negative 150 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't ever want to experience that. I'm cold right now, and I'm pretty sure it's, like, 63 degrees in my house. That's funny. Also, wait, so what is cryotherapy? How cold does that get? She is not as good at... Ask her, yeah. Alexa, how cold does cryotherapy go? Here's something I found on Wikipedia. Cryotherapy, sometimes known as cold therapy, is the local, local or general use of low temperatures in medical therapy. therapy. Cryotherapy <laughs> may be used to treat a variety of tissue lesions. <laughs> the most prominent use of the term refers to the surgical treatment, specifically known as cryosurgery or cry- cryoblation. <laughs> that sounds like a who celebration. <laughs> it's-, it's the cryoblation! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Oh shit. Oh, Celsius. Oh. Um this treatment, this is whole body cryotherapy. Mm-hmm. Uh the treatment involves exposing individuals to extremely cold dry air below negative 100 degrees Celsius for 2 minutes. Alexa, what's 100 and ne- fuck? <laughs> I'd rather not answer that. Hold on. Alexa, what's negative 120 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit? Minus 120 degrees Celsius is minus 184 degrees Fahrenheit. Damn. I guess. Okay. We'll get back to the science of this movie in a little bit. Um, Yeah. But yeah, basically it's negative 150 degrees Fahrenheit that freezes their fuel lines and then... When they open the door of the helicopter, they freeze to death. Nice. Um, back in New York... Oh my god. 
I'm sorry, this sentence really threw me off because it says, Jack's son, Jake Gyllenhaal, Sam. And I was like, <laughs> so, is it, what? Which oh, one is, hello? which one is the movie name? So, back in New York, Sam and Laura and Brian, they befriend this weird douchebag dude named J- JD at the competition. And yeah. when the school that they're staying in becomes, like, flooded and gross and all the, like, sewer backs up. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> they go to stay with him in his massive fucking penthouse. Mm-hmm. Yo, that was awesome. <laughs> like, when they walk in and Emmy Rossum's like, wow. Yeah, she's like, that's like, I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Landed on a dude. Wow. The margin thing or whatever. I don't even remember what it's called. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> fuck, what was I going to say about that? Oh, just how, like, massive it was. And she was like, oh, do you live here? And he's like, only on the weekends. I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> fuck off. Do you know how many parties like I would have in that place? Yeah, every weekend that I live there. <laughs> when my dad is not there. Yeah, I'm in high school and I just fucking party. Oh, man. So, they're in his penthouse, and he's trying to get a hold of his brother, who his little brother, who's at some boarding school in Pennsylvania. Did you just maybe spill a little bit of coffee? <laughs> no, I was trying to look, but I also asked Pat what the joke was that he made, and now I remember, and it just made me laugh again. I'll tell it when we get to the bar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. And all the while... There, like, there's obviously news going on. Like, New York is flooding. They, Sam's supposed to take a train back. <laughs> you can't even control. Do you want to tell me now? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I wish I had my phone so I could record what's happening. Oh, God. That would have went everywhere. Sorry, no, it's not even that funny. <laughs> I feel like you're going to tell me, and I'm going to be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, man. So, <laughs> all the subway stations are flooding. They were supposed to take the train back to D.C. Now they obviously can't, and they can't get back because all the uh, pl- planes are grounded. I literally was watching them wade around in, like, waist-deep New York water. Yeah. I was like... There's I that, would never. There's that one scene where the guy's like, paid this much for this coat, there's probably yeah. rats everywhere, it's New York, and I was like, <sighs> yeah. It's so disgusting. Oh, God, it's gross. I just like seeing that. Like, I wouldn't do that anywhere, but especially not New York. Yeah, because New York is fucking disgusting. It smells so bad. Not as bad as New Jersey, but still pretty bad. That's true. Well, they're... If... I think the breeze just flows. <laughs> Across the, yeah, across if it flooded the in New York like that, you know it's bringing in trash from New Jersey. Oh, God. Yeah, I feel like it was not as historically accurate as it could have been. Well, not historically accurate, but you know what I mean? Like, realistically accurate? Is that That's what I really mean to say. Because there would literally be just, like, coffee cups, like, <laughs> floating by with little rats on them, like raptors. <laughs> Sorry. Just, like, sitting in the cups as they, yeah, like, float down. Yeah. Like, doing the log roll. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack hooks up with this girl from NASA. Not, like, hooks oh, up. I was like, I missed this <laughs> scene. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No, hooks up as in she's like, hey, I'm from NASA, and I think that what you say has merit. Let me help. Mm -hmm. Jason is the one who wants to hook up with her. Yes. But, so they get her help, and with her help, they figure out that, basically, we're totally fucked, and Mm -hmm. we have six to eight weeks to um, fix this. Or not fix it, but basically just to, like, start preparations, because... Yeah, survive. We fucked the Earth. Yeah. And... Jack and his boss go to see the vice president again, and the vice president, yet again, is like, (laughs) fuck off. Yeah. But, eventually they get news from the actual space station, and when they, along with uh, measurements from the place in Scotland, they realize that their six to eight week uh, timeline is absolutely wrong. They have legit, like, three days. Cool. A.K.A. the day after tomorrow. Uh... Oh! <laughs> yeah! morning when it, this would make sense. Sometimes things don't make sense until we talk about he's it on like, podcast. Because he's like, here's 24 hours, yeah. 48 hours, whatever the next... Here's the day after tomorrow. <laughs> here's whatever the 70... next... Two? Wait, 48 plus... <laughs> No. I don't think that's right. <laughs> right? No, 48 plus 24. Sorry. Well, how much is that? 72. <laughs> yup. Yup! I knew that's what people said. <laughs> Quick math. <laughs> Quick math is in, like, it takes a minute. A minute math. We are, let's just say that we are not Jake Gyllenhaal who failed calculus because he did the calculations in his head. Oh, no. Also, I was like, what a fucking nerd. Yeah, just write them down. How hard is that? Seriously. Stop being such a show-off, Jakey. Kale. Kale <laughs> Gyllenhaal? Kale Gyllenhaal. That's his offspring's name. And when... <laughs> Uh, when they do get all this information, they actually do get to go see the president, and they're like, yeah, bad news, uh, you need to evacuate everyone below this line mm-hmm. to Mexico, because, you know, it's totally fucked. Yeah. And he leaves, and he's gonna go save Sam in New York. His plan mm-hmm. is to get to New York and get Sam. And... When Jack's boss goes back into the room with the president and the vice president, they're arguing over whether or not they can just abandon the top half of the United States. Yeah. And the vice president is, like, easy for him to say, like, he's safe in Washington, Mm D.C. And his boss is like, his son's in New York just before, like, you make any judgments. Yeah. And then the president's like, okay, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to evacuate everybody. Um, The storm worsens in Manhattan, and... uh, we see the animals at the zoo start to freak out, and the wolves have gotten out, so the really bad, badly done CGI wolves have gotten yes, out. Yes, Basically, anytime animals freak out, then you know shit's fucked. Yeah. They know everything. In the beginning, they get out of the car, and there's just, like, a ton of birds flying, you're like... If I saw that, I would be like, we have to go. I'd be like, we have to leave right now, leave. we can't go anywhere else, we need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, probably Mexico, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We have to go to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, wherever the birds are flying, we gotta go. Let's follow we... those birds! <laughs> like in movies when they're like, follow that car! Yeah, yeah. Follow those birds! Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Those, those birds are flying. Yeah, follow them. 
<laughs> um, they make their way, but as they're like walking through this gross water that we've been discussing, yeah. a giant fucking wave comes and hits Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Like, so big that it almost covers the entire Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And Emmy Rossum, whose name Laura, that's her name in the movie, takes this time that she's gonna be like, let me go help these people. Mm-hmm. Which like, yeah, good for her, she's a good person, but she cuts her leg on a taxi, and she helps these people, and then... Like, that's how fucked up New York is, that you can cut your leg on a taxi. And then stand in the gross, dirty New York water. Yeah, no wonder she almost lost her fucking leg. That yeah. shit's gross. Gross. So they, um, like, I keep wanting to say Jake. Sam has to go save her, and they, like, get into the library. Mm-hmm. Where everybody is stranded. And I feel like I probably should have done notes. So sorry, everybody. Please hold. Let me just Google something else. I thought it'd be easier for me to remember everything that happens, but I feel like this movie jumps around a lot, and therefore, I don't. Okay. So, they get into the library, and they get in there with a fuck ton of other people. Mm-hmm. And they're all there and bundled up, and then eventually they start seeing people- Oh, first, sorry, before that freeze is over, a fucking ship yes. comes into the city. That was fucking crazy. Basically, the Titanic just rolls its way. I was going to say that out loud, but then I didn't want to be embarrassed once I was like, it's not the Titanic. It just looks like... Is that the Titanic? I can't believe that, like, people think the Titanic is real and that, like, (laughs) it's just a movie. No, bitch. No. There's, like, a lot of people on the internet that get mad at people who talk about the Titanic and are like... The Titanic is just a movie. I can't believe people think it happened. Yeah. Also, did you know that there was, like, movies about the Titanic before the actual movie about Titanic that we all know and love? It was, like, a play and, like, all the shit. When I went to the Titanic Museum, I learned a lot about the Titanic. Do you learn about... I thought I would. I think it's a a book that... I don't know who wrote it, but (laughs) this guy wrote it, and it's about a ship traveling from, like... London to New York, Mm -hmm. and it sinks because it hits a giant iceberg on, like, April 12th, 1914? Was it 12th, 1914, or 14th, 1912? I feel like it was 12th, 1914. I don't know. It's when the Titanic sank. Oh, I have no idea. But some dude, like, wrote a book. it has to be 1914. Because then the movie above Titanic, that lady would have never been alive. I mean, 1912 to 1914 is only two years. Oh. (laughs) I thought you said 1419 for a second. No. Never mind. But, whatever. Basically, this guy wrote a book and was like, this is gonna happen. Like, this is this crazy story I wrote. And then, like... It happened? It fucking happened. That's crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, basically... Hi, I'm Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) And my life is kind of crazy. (laughs) (laughs) It all started when my mom (laughs) met my dad. And they died on the Titanic. <laughs> That's dark. Sorry. And they fell in love and had me. And then they died on the Titanic. Hi, I'm Ryan. And my life is kind of crazy. crazy. <laughs> Spill coffee on myself. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Anyways, 
we got off track because, you know, the Titanic came into New York City. Ayo, it made it! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. So they're all like, wow, that's a big ship. <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dyson is supposed to be here. <laughs> At this time, I keep forgetting their name. Jack. It's because there's Jack, who's the character, and then Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Jack, a.k.a. Sam's dad, is working his way towards Manhattan with his two little buddies, Frank and Jason. Yep. And they're trying to walk there to save Sam. Yeah. First they try to drive. Drive until they can't. Yeah, they drive. They make it to Philadelphia. Yeah. I think West Philadelphia. Born Born and raised (laughs) on the playground was where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, and all shooting some b-ball outside school when a couple of guys who were up no good started making, making trouble in my neighborhood. neighborhood. I got in one little fight. My mom got scared, said, you're moving with Monty and Uncle and Belair. I whistled for a cab, and when it came, <laughs> the license plate said fresh in there, dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, nah, forget it. Your home's to Belair. I rolled up to <laughs> and I yelled to the cabbie, go home, smell you later, look to my kingdom, and I was finally there to sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel-Air. Boop, 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 Okay. <laughs> Sorry, they made the Philadelphia work on a roll today. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have laced our coffees with cocaine. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm having a sober February. Oh, my God. Can you hand me my phone? Yes. Sorry, this is very important. I have to show you this TikTok. Oh, God. I think it's a... Oh, I'm going to pause this because if I have to cut this out, I'm going to be mad. Okay. Sorry, we're back. I don't even remember what the fuck we're talking about. Um... We're talking about lacing coffee with cocaine, so, you know. Um, the Titanic, the freezing. Titanic finally made it to New York. Oh, they went to... Philadelphia. Philadelphia. What? (laughs) Yo. Oh, man. It's really hard for me to speak, and it's probably not a good thing for a podcast. (laughs) So, his dad, Sam's dad, makes it to Philadelphia, and then... Poor Frank. Poor J.O. Sanders. Mm. He, uh, he doesn't make it. No. He does have a really great kind of final last line, though, where he falls and they're like, Frank, are you okay? And it's because they're walking across, like, the glass ceiling of a mall, and so yeah. when the glass breaks, he falls in, and he's like, yeah, I just dropped in to do a little shopping. He's yeah. like... Yeah. He's funny. <clears throat> but the glass is breaking, and he doesn't want Jason or Jack to die, so he cuts the rope and he okay. falls. So Jason and Jack keep walking. And in New York, now everything has frozen over, and everybody that's in the library sees all these people walking, and they're like, oh, we have to go, like, we have to get out of the city. And Sam is like, uh, hey, you all go outside, you're gonna fucking die, my dad's a climatologist, and Mm -hmm. he told me, and they're all like, get out of here, you young scamp, (laughs) and then just, like, a handful of people stay back with him. Yeah. And the smart ones. The smart ones, yeah. And they're like, we have to burn everything, like, we have to stay warm, like, stay hunkered down, blah, 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 blah. So they go into this room that's in the library that's got a fireplace, and he starts burning books, and the librarian is oh like, this is, I actually said out loud, Connor couldn't hear me because he had his headphones on, but I just started laughing and went, 
that's my favorite part of the movie because she's like, you can't burn books. And he turned like Jake Gyllenhaal turns his head and his sweatshirt is like half over his face. Yeah. And he's like, what do you suggest we do then? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> so they start to burn the books and then there's a whole lot of arguments about like what books to burn. And mm-hmm. <laughs> the two of the people who stayed there with them are arguing over like some author. And then Brian's like, Hey guys, there's like a whole section on tax law down here. We can get the fuck rid of that. Yeah, uh, that made me laugh. I like that character. Yeah, he's funny. He's good. He was funny when he was like trying to fix the radio, and there the guy was like, "Oh, do you need someone to help you that?" And he's like, "I'm on all these fucking things. I'm a huge nerd. Fuck off." Yeah, he's like, "Sir, I'm president of the electronics club, Mm -hmm. the chess club, and like the academic decathlon." Yeah. If there's a bigger nerd in here. Please point him out. Yeah. And the cop's like, okay. I was like, that's me. And I was like, yeah, you are the biggest nerd in here. It's just us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ASMR. Wow. <laughs> Literally, we had the meeting about marketing and he got real heated about pie charts and like he wants to do he wants to do this graphic thing with the world map. And Tyler was like, what if we do it that way? And Pat was like, yes! See, this is what I'm talking about. And I just looked at Lucas and I was like... Dude, he is such a big nerd. I have more to talk about for, with him. I want to know how that went also. After we record. Okay. Um, books, burning books in the library. People leave. Well, there's a, another storyline that's going on with the mom. Oh, yeah. Trying to save this little boy. So the mom works in a hospital for children. She's a doctor. Yeah. Dr. Lucy, whatever their fucking last name is. Hall. Hall. Sounds fake. Because well, it sounds like the actress Lucy Hale. Yeah. Who probably obviously, or honestly, wasn't even like, oh, she was born. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even born yet, but this movie came out in 2004. But yeah, third storyline with Jack's wife, or ex-wife, I don't really know. They're separated. I know, I was like, are they divorced? And I was like, I don't think so, I don't know. They live in separate houses, and they both live in D.C. Yeah, so they're probably not. Yeah. But she's trying to help all these kids get out, and there's this one little boy, Peter, mm. who's always reading Peter Pan, but he can't read, and she's like, are you reading that? And he's like, no, I just remember the stories from the pictures. My mom used to read it to me. Mm -hmm. And his parents can't be contacted, but he can only be moved in an ambulance. And of course, the ambulance doesn't show up. Also, if you're fucking kids in the hospital, where the fuck are you? Also, he says, like, my mom used to read it to me. And she's like, you're, like, she'd be so proud. You're such a brave little boy. But then when they're like, his parents can't be contacted, I'm like, Where the fuck your parents at, boy? But, but I kind of was under the impression his mom was yeah. dead, or she just yeah. doesn't read to her sick fucking son. Yeah, or she's just a fuck, fucking stupid ass bitch. Either way. But yeah, so she's trying to do that, all while her husband's trying to go save her son in New York, and she's just trying to keep people safe. Mm-hmm. Um, we eventually find out that... The cut that has been on Laura's leg is bad and infected, and she got blood poisoning because she was in that gross fucking New York water. Oh, God. Uh, I can, like, feel it. (laughs) Uh, 
And so Sam, at this point, also Sam and her had a nice little powwow because he's like, oh, your head, like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I just can't sleep. Like, all these dumb, like, trivia facts are running through my head. Like, Mm -hmm. how am I supposed to adjust to this? And he's like, well, I joined the, like, I have to be truthful about, like, Mm -hmm. why join the team. And she's like, (laughs) why? (laughs) And And he's like, well, because you. I join the team for you. And then they make out. Oh my god. When that happened, I was like, Ugh. Ugh. And I like made eye contact with that. He was like, <laughs> I was like, make it now. <laughs> Ooh, their tongue kit. Yeah, they were both, or I mean, not Jake Gyllenhaal, but I think I don't know. They're both pretty young at the time. I feel like this is probably the first time they've ever like made out with someone in a yeah. movie and they're just like, <laughs> I mean, Rossum, I feel like, has got that down now. Yeah. But, uh... Now she's got it. <laughs> but, yeah. So, when Sam finds out that she's about to die, and she needs medicine, he freaks the fuck out, and he's mm-hmm. like, well... Not my lover! There's a giant fucking Titanic ship mm-hmm. right outside our window. They probably have medicine. I would never have thought of that. No. I'm not that smart. I would have been like, okay, well... I would have never been in New York to begin with because I wouldn't have been a this, smart people's thing. When I was younger, I remember watching this movie and just, like, being entertained and watching it today. I was so fucking anxious because I was like, there's nowhere to go. You can't get out. You can't even get out of New York on a normal fucking day. How are I you know. supposed to, like, never, I'm never going to New York again. No. What if no. this happens while I'm there? I know. It's like a trap. <laughs> yeah, you're trapped there. Trapped like rats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All in all, New York is gross. Don't go there. So they go out to... Right now, leave! (laughs) Get out of there! Get out! (laughs) So, JD and Sam and Brian all go over to the ship with snowshoes that they've made out of chairs. So handy dandy. He's so smart. And so they head over there and they... (laughs) They find this medicine, but... The boat's Russian, so everything's in Russian. And then mm-hmm. Brian is like, hey guys, I found it. And they're like, how do you know? And he's like, it says penicillin on the bottom. <laughs> also, I'd be totally fucked because I'm allergic to that shit, so oh, I would just no. die. I don't really know what I'm supposed to have in any lieu other of it. antibiotic, I think. I can't have any acillins. Oh. They okay. told me, so. If this happens to me, just fucking leave me. Well, have you ever had to be on antibiotics before? Mm-hmm. That's how I found out I was allergic to... I took a moxicillin. Oh. I think they have other antibiotics. I'm not, like, life-threateningly allergic to it. I just get really puffy and itchy. Oh. Well, then you're fine. <laughs> Something is such a baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whoa! Who brought her here? Butterfish. <laughs> I literally... I found out because they gave me, like, amoxicillin pills when I was in college. And I remember, like, waking up in the middle of the night being like, I'm kind of itchy. And then I woke up in the morning and I FaceTimed Connor and my ears were, like, <laughs> like oh twice God. their size and, like, out from the side of my head. Yeah. And I was just all red and splotchy, but I couldn't miss class. So I just, like, sat in class with my sweatshirt, like, oh my tied God. around my neck, like, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at me like that. I am not an animal. <laughs> I am a human being. <laughs> They're on Have the you ship. Ever watched that movie, The Elephant Man. Yeah. Oh God. I'm not an animal. Honestly, my entire class erupted in laughter when that happened. Connor was saying, <laughs> "We're really good people." When this movie started, he goes, "Is this, <clears throat> is this the movie where 
they have to, like, go to Mexico and they get stopped at the Mexican border. And I was like, yeah, I think so. And he goes, I'm pretty sure we watched this in eighth grade. And I was like, oh, yeah? And he goes, yeah, because I got in trouble for saying, oh, look how the tables have turned. (laughs) Which is funny because it's pretty much the exact fucking line in the movie when they're like, the immigration tables have turned as now hundreds of Americans are trying to get into Mexico and now they're illegally crossing the river. Yeah. See, Connor wasn't wrong. No, um, but they're sorry for spitting facts over here. <laughs> but they're on the ship and they find this medicine, and then they're like, "Hey, we should look for food because we need it." And this mm-hmm. is a ship; they probably have it. And they find like a blow up little raft, and they're like, "Perfect, we'll put all the food in here." But uh, here come the CGI wolves, and they attack JD, and he gets bit. Why were they even? I feel like if I was a wolf. We've gotten the fuck out of there. Yeah, why are you sticking around? Follow those birds. Yeah. Don't understand. Yeah, whatever. They're dead now. They froze in that thing. True. But they bite JD, and then Jake Gyllenhaal has to do, like, a little maneuver Mm -hmm. to get them to run away so that they can run back inside. But this is now where the Eye of the Storm is hitting, and it's, like, 50 miles wide, and it's where the air is dropping to that cold temperature where people just freeze immediately. Mm-hmm. So we see Jake, nope, Jack, Sam's dad, run, and he basically drops poor Jason just, like, mm-hmm. into a freezer, it looks like. I thought it was a Wendy's. I thought it was a Wendy's, too. Or is it because there's just a Wendy's sign right there? I don't know, but I was, like, basically, like... <laughs> Yo, is that a Wendy's? That's fucking, like, clutch. Yo, ch- fresh chicken nuggies! And then that's what Matt said. I thought Wendy's was fresh, never frozen. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, afterwards, when everything's covered and frozen, that's when he said that. I was like, ha 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 ha! That's funny. <laughs> hey, yo, Wendy's. Thought you were fresh, never frozen. What about this 2004 movie? <laughs> Oh, man. So, Jack pushes Jason into there, and then he starts to light all the, uh, burners. Yeah. Yeah. And then he closes the door, and at the same time, Sam and Brian are running with JD in the little raft with all the food, which they then just immediately fucking abandon because they need to outrun, essentially, the ice that's freezing Mm -hmm. it, and they shut the doors in the library, and they're piling more books on the fire, and they're like, pile more books, pile more books, yeah, hurry. Yeah, a little bitch and has to lay in the rafter. Yeah. Also, like, when he's running back... You got bit a little. <laughs> when he's running back and, like, Sam is basically carrying him, I'm like, you can support yourself more than that. You have yeah. to outrun this also, fucking this ice. life and death, I'm fucking hobbling. But I'm Do running it. on that foot. Who yeah, cares? it's called adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> and then we don't really know what happens to the people in the library, because... It's just all quiet and silent for a while. Mm -hmm. And when Jason wakes up, he has his head bandaged, and he's talking to Jack, and he's like, oh, how long was I out? And he's like, oh, a couple hours. Like, sorry, I had to drop you on your head because I had to get you in here. My Mm -hmm. bad. Let's go get my son. So they go back outside, and they walk past a couple people that are frozen in the snow. Um, And we see the cop that left the library. So... Great fucking job not listening to Sam, but okay. And then when they get there, they're standing on this massive pile of snow, and he's like, where's the library? Mm -hmm. Um, Sidebar, on the third storyline, an ambulance came for Peter and Lucy. 
mm-hmm. and it got them and got them to Mexico. So good for them. Got also, them to Mexico. <laughs> um, the president was the last one to leave, and his motorcade didn't make it. Mm-hmm. So the vice president, aka this Dick Cheney looking motherfucker, which I said <laughs> out loud as I was watching the movie is now president, and my exact words were, great, now this guy's the president, this Dick Cheney-looking motherfucker. And Connor just looked at me, and I was like, sorry. (laughs) But he's president now, and they're like, "Uh uh-oh, because he's the one who basically fucked with the whole plan. If he had listened earlier, everything would have been fine. But Jack gets inside the library, and the kids are all fine. Everybody who's in the library is fine. They made it. And they tell... He gets a message to, um... He gets I don't know what happened. A message to his boss who gets a message to the president now. And the president is like, okay, well, I'm going to give a speech. Mm-hmm. And he gives a speech and he's like, the storm starts to clear and they confirm with the astronauts who are in space. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, great. The president is now on TV and he's like, I have heard about a small party of people that survived against all odds. Like, we were going to. We gave up on the people in the north, like in the north. But mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm sending an immediate search and rescue team to look for other survivors. Well, the north, the north remembers. Yes. Um. And so there's a bunch of helicopters coming. And we see like Sam's group all walking out on the ice mm-hmm. by the Statue of Liberty. And then as they fly away in the helicopter, they see tons of people all on the skyscrapers of New York. So a bunch of people made it way more than they thought. And the movie concludes with two astronauts looking down from the space station, and they're like, have you ever seen the Earth so clear? But you can't really see, like, the New England coastline, like, the little yeah. Cape Cod. That's gone, because it's all just fucking ice. Yeah. Um, and the president is like, we took solitude all across the world in countries that we used to refer to as third world, and, like, they mm-hmm. all saved us, and, like, we need to start making sure that we're not polluting anymore we need a major reduction in pollution and the end yeah likely story end of the movie nice. that was really disjointed i'm very sorry i promise i'll do notes next time <laughs> it's okay i don't think that was bad um but yeah and like i said this movie when i was a kid i was like wow cool movie Mm -hmm. and then when they were stuck in new york i got really anxious and then i got really anxious about climate change and i was like "Ah!" i was like this is too real because when i was a kid i was like ah climate change is bad and i was an adult i'm like we have to do something (laughs) yeah save the turtles (laughs) save somebody help anybody i'm gonna get a car that runs off of french fry oil I'll supply your French fry oil. Oh I'll eat all the French fries. The supply of oil. I would just literally just eat more French fries. Yeah. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Can I run off of onion ring oil? <laughs> Leave my coffee alone. Thank you. Okay. All righty. Katie, what time is it? It's time for Fuck, Mary, Keo. All righty. So. Uh, we're gonna start with Terry, aka the professor from Scotland, the older guy. Oh, I'll marry him. He's a good one. I also the honestly the only reason I included him on this cast list is because he's Ian Holm. Um, I don't know that. I know. Remember two weeks ago when we had this whole conversation about how Martin Freeman plays the Hobbit, and you were really confused. 
Who was he again? He was in, uh, he was Oliver in... Oliver Twist. (laughs) No, in The World's End. The one they called Omen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, yeah, he plays, like, the young Hobbit. Mm -hmm. And you were like, I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) So, in Lord of the Rings, Mm -hmm. Bilbo Baggins is old, played by Ian Holm. Oh. In The Hobbit, Bilbo Baggins is young, played by Martin Freeman. Okay. Honestly, only reason I included him in this cast list so I could explain to you, I can see it in your face, that you don't care and still don't understand. So, moving on. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> You're right, I don't really care. <laughs> uh, Brian Parks. What? <laughs> Sorry, I was still thinking about Oliver Twist. <laughs> Oliver Twist. <laughs> Please, sir, can I have some more? Uh, Brian Parks. Which one? Is that one? <laughs> Brian. The one I like. Yeah, the funny one. Oh, yeah. I'll marry him. Okay. He's funny. Uh, JD. The rich one with the big-ass penthouse. Oh. I'm just gonna kill him. Like, he was nice. I just don't like him. Yeah. Also, I feel kind of bad that we don't find out if his brother lived or not. Yeah, he could be... An orphan, too. We're not sure. Yeah. Nope. Oh, he's definitely an orphan. His dad was skiing in Sweden. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. He's like, skiing in Sweden with my stepmom. Nah. They didn't nah. make it. They ain't skiing no more. <laughs> They're skiing forever up in heaven. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Awesome. Okay, so kill him. <laughs> so kill him so he can be with his parents. <laughs> Lucy Hall. <laughs> I'll fuck her after she heals that nasty leg wound of hers. Nope. Lucy Hall's the mom. Oh. <laughs> um. I'll fuck her, I guess. Okay, so I'm gonna skip to Laura Chapman, which you said fuck her after yeah. she heals that nasty leg wound. Yes. Got it. Um, Frank Harris. Frank. Someone who dies. Yeah. I'll just kill him. I don't really care too much about him. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Do you care? No, I just care because the guy who plays him, his last name is Sanders, so. Oh. J.O. Sanders. Uh, <laughs> Jason. Is it like J.O.? It's J. Like J-A-Y? Yeah, is his first name, and then O is his middle o. initial. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> J hyphen O. It's like Mayo. No. Um, O is his middle name. Yeah. Okay. His middle initial, I assume. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jason. The other guy. Yeah. I fuck him. He's funny. Yeah. He's funny. He's kind of cute. Yep. He cute. He cute. He cute. He cute. He's, like, kind of smart, but also really stupid. (laughs) So I like that. I love when he's doing the drill in the beginning and, like, they come out and the ice shelf's all cracked and he's like, I didn't touch anything! (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, same dude, same. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam. Sam. Ooh. I'll fuck him. Well, it's Jake Gyllenhaal, so can you, like, not? I know. <laughs> kind of have to. Yeah. And finally, Jack. Jack. I'll marry him. He's good. <laughs> In a pinch. He knows a lot of things. <laughs> he knows about survival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I was the that lady, I would have never let him go. All right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's just... like... Never let him go. <laughs> let him go, Jack. 
and back to Titanic. Great. <laughs> also, at the end of this movie, ha- I don't know what he really said to me, but he called me Jack. He's like, oh, are you, um, you ready to go, Jack, or something like that? And I was like, I don't know, Sam. And he just looked at me, and I was like, I'm making a joke. You're so stupid. We just watched this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> He's like, what? Uh, what? I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I just put my hand up like this when I'm confused. All right. What's it time for now, Katie? Um, give me the fun facts. Woo! Okay. This first one, I just included the tagline because, as I've mentioned multiple times, this movie made me anxious. And one of the taglines for this movie was, now it's fiction, tomorrow it's real. Whoa! <laughs> like, uncomfortable. Yeah. Alrighty, so I said we'd get into the science of this movie. Oh, yeah. So here we go. Drop some facts on my ass. 20th Century Fox invited a group of scientists to preview this movie to test their reactions to the, quote, science used in it. None of the scientists were impressed with what they saw, although most conceded that the movie was enjoyable nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. The consultation by NASA scientists was requested before the filming of this movie, but NASA stated that the events of this movie were too ridiculous to actually occur and denied the request. They sent a memo out to all of its employees stating that they were not allowed to comment on the likelihood of the events portrayed, but later rescinded this restriction. That's so funny. In 2008... Yahoo Movies listed this movie as one of the top 10 scientifically inaccurate movies. Really? Yes. It did not have a number. I looked because I feel like whenever I give you lists, you're usually like, what number on the list? (laughs) (laughs) And I looked. um, They didn't have numbers. It just, like, listed 10 of them, like, in a slideshow. Other movies. Yeah. Confused. Concerned. What? Armageddon. Yep. Which we talked about. Yep. Independence Day. Did I see that? Um, that's the one with Will Smith. Oh, nope, I haven't seen that. Adding it to the list. Yep. What a great fucking movie. I haven't seen a lot of Will Smith movies. Ugh, it's Men in Black. so good. Independence Day, The Core, which I don't think you've ever seen, but it's no. another... I'm actually gonna look it up. Hold on. I should have just fucking left it up. The Core. Top 10 scientifically inaccurate movies. Okay. Armageddon. Armageddon. Independence Day, Starship Troopers. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. Never re- even heard of yeah, it. don't. We're never gonna watch that movie. You're gonna fucking hate it. Uh, the day after tomorrow. And literally every single word in that movie title makes me hate it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Day after, okay. The core. Uh, in this movie, Earth's inner core, a nickel-iron mass about 1,500 miles in diameter, stops rotating, causing the planet's magnetic field to collapse and microwave radiation from space to blast through the atmosphere. That's not right. Yep. We don't even know what's at the center of our core. The Matrix. Oh. Well, yeah. Jurassic Park. Okay. Total Recall. Heard of it. Don't know what it is. We should watch it. They're talking about the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I feel like if we're gonna watch it, we should watch the newer one. And then Outbreak. A monkey threatens a small town with a virus that kills everybody in less time than your average DMV visit, and only Dustin Hoffman can stop it. The trouble with the disease that is that virulent is it kills the host who's fast to spread. And finally, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Indiana Jones has survived a lot of improbable adventures, but 
it fleeing ancient spherical boulders or fighting off cult members while dangling off a rope bridge. But few, never mind, it won't, oh wait, 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 there it goes. <laughs> but few scrapes have tested the bounds of believability more than Indy's escape from a nuclear bomb blast thanks to a lead-lined fridge. I mean, fridges were real. Like, yes, fridges are real, but lead-lined fridges were a thing. In Back to oh, the really? Future, um, the original, like, time machine wasn't going to be a DeLorean, it was going to be a fridge. Oh, really? But they had a fear that kids would lock themselves in it and suffocate, so they changed it. That's probably a good idea. Yep. They're always like, how can someone fuck this up for everyone? <laughs> Oh. But yeah, basically super scientifically inaccurate. Okay. Um, I think it's more the science of, like, the currents mm. rather than global warming. Glo- global warming is a real thing. Okay. Yeah. Emmy Rossum was only 15 when she auditioned for this movie. Did I just try to fuck a 15-year-old? <laughs> I don't know if she was 15 then. Like, let's see. How old is she now? Emmy Rossum. About to do some quick maths? She was 18. You're good. You're safe. Okay, You're thank safe. God. She was 18 in 2004. You're good. Perfect. Um, but she was only 15 when she auditioned. Huh. Also, Emmy Rossum accepted the role after Lindsay Lohan had to drop out due to scheduling fl- conflicts. This- is the first time that Rossum stepped in for a role originally met for Lohan. This happened again with the movie Poseidon. Oh, I've never seen that one, but... The 2006 one is a remake. I've never seen the original one. It's basically mm-hmm. just like Titanic. They're just, like, oh. on a boat and shit goes down. Huh. This would have been a lot weirder if Lindsay Lohan... Right? ...was in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it wouldn't have held up its credibility Mm-mm. as much. Not that it's, like, a credible movie, but I feel like it's a serious movie. And, like, someone who's just, like, in Mean Girls and Herbie Fully Loaded just can't pull this off. Yeah. Like, in that movie that she's in with Jane Fonda, yes. Because by then, it's like, oh. Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Alexa, what movie is Lindsay Lohan and Jane Fonda in together? This might answer your question. The only Lindsay Lohan Jane Fonda movie is Georgia Rule. Georgia oh, Rule. yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Also a very good movie. But it was like almost like a sign of the time that she was in because she was a crazy party girl. Yep. In the first scene of the movie, a portion of the Larson B ice shelf in Antarctica breaks off. At the ensuing climate change conference, Dr. Hall tells the vice president of the U.S. that the last piece of the ice shelf to break off was the size of Rhode Island. This is based on a factual occurrence between 2002 and 2003 when an area of the Larson B. ice shelf approximately the size of Rhode Island collapsed. That's scary. So, that's fine. On the shot that shows the front of the library, lamps are seen instead of the iconic lions. According to the New York City Public Library... The studio didn't want to pay the fee for filming the statues that are a trademark of the institution and therefore only took advantage of the public area rights of filming. Hmm, okay. Which makes sense. <laughs> the casting of Kenneth Welsh as the vice president was controversial. 
due to his physical resemblance to Vice President Dick Cheney. Oh my god, that's so funny. Is that, is he, was he the one in office at this time? In 2004, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I don't remember. Yeah, because... Was it Dick and Bush? Obama got elected in 08. Yes. Okay. God, that seems like... Was it Dick and Bush? Yeah. Yo, and it says a more powerful duo. However, Roland Emmerich insisted on it for that reason, admitting that the characters of the president and vice president were intended to be criticism of the Bush and Cheney administration's opposition to the Kyoto Protocol for reducing greenhouse gas emissions. Wow. When you make a movie to diss the president. <laughs> and then that movie kind of sucks and no one pays attention. Yes. Uh... The tornado destruction of Los Angeles was the final scene to win the Best Action Sequence Award for MTV MTV's Movie Awards before that award was discontinued. Wow. Is that award discontinued? I guess. Huh. I feel like they should bring it back. I feel like there's a lot of things that oh, could be nominated. I think they do fight scene now. Mmm. Okay. A storm- as- A storm swell approaches New York City, hitting the Statue of Liberty's heels. The statue is 300... Oh, okay, sorry, this was just worded weird. 305 feet high from the pedestal to torch. The right arm is 42 feet, and Liberty Island is 21 feet high. That means that the, the wave that hits is 280 feet. Ugh, God. Gross. Too high! Too high, too high! I wish I was too high. <laughs> okay, that's all I got. That's it. That's all oh, I got. Nice. I have a question for you. That's all, folks. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you did every time. You just like, <laughs> That's all, folks. Um, would you rather yes. be on Earth or be in the space station if this thing happened? Earth. Yeah? Yep. Because I don't know if I could just, like, be up in the space station and watch it happen and be, mm. like, completely fucking helpless just knowing that everybody I know is now dead. True. As opposed to if I was on Earth, at least I could, like, try to help other people. Gather around. Yeah. Mm, okay. And then if I really gave up and Jake Gyllenhaal was like, don't go outside or you'll die, I'd be like, I'm out bye. <laughs> True. What about you? I have no idea. I was thinking about that. First, I just would never want to be in space. Yep. It's not, like, a thing I'm into. Yes. But, because then it's like, what if you see... The whole Earth get fucked up, and then it's like, well, you can never go back then, because, you know, well, who's gonna help you land? Yeah. Or something. But then, I'm like, I could live in Mexico. Yeah. I would just knock on Harry's door and be like, ding dong. <laughs> hey, John, Hi. John, 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 can you send your jet to get us? Thanks. <laughs> uh, it's super cold up here. Can you uh, help a uh, sister out? Thanks so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I'd probably be rather be on Earth. But my dumbass would probably not know what was going on until I froze to death, because I don't really read the news, I don't watch the news, I don't even, like, barely listen to the radio. Yeah. I w- listen to it, like, on my way to work, and they're not giving you, like, factual st- shit on that. No. It I, might commute, like, two seconds long. I listen to NPR here mm-hmm. at the house while I get ready, and then when we get in the car... We listen to radio hosts talk trash about people. So, uh, yeah. 
Okay. I wouldn't have any idea what's going on. I should, like, download an app that gives me updates, but... I did that once. That gave you too many? And then I deleted it. Fuck. I don't care! <laughs> it's like... I was literally like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go read this BuzzFeed listicle. Yeah. I know. I feel like... I don't know. It's fucking, it's fucking weird. Although, it is kind of crazy, because, you know, coronavirus is happening, and Pat had just started watching a Netflix series on, like... Out, it's called like outbreak mm-hmm. and it was like right before we started hearing about the coronavirus and i was like oh cool this is topical and scary please stop watching this yeah but it's fine yeah yeah i feel like we represent a good portion of the world where we're just like we don't know i know i was like sitting in my apartment like could i survive up here we don't have a fireplace <laughs> i know i'm like we have a fireplace but it's like low to the ground yeah I don't know. Well, that's what, literally this whole time, I'm like, the only reason I'd leave that library if Jake Gyllenhaal was like, if they go out here, they'll freeze. And the cop is like, the snow's just getting higher. I'd be like, okay, well, while we're not going to freeze, why don't we go to a different building so we can get higher up? Yeah. But then when that, like, when all the air comes down, it smashes all the windows. So, like, you're fucked. Right. That's true. I don't know. Also, snow is a great insulator. Have you ever been, like, in a house where the snow was super high? Like, the blizzard of 2015 that we had? I think you were still in Southie then. Um. When did I graduate? Oh, no, no, no. I don't think I had... No, I hadn't moved out yet. Because we... We were in Quincy, and the snow... Well, we had, like, over 100 inches of snow throughout... Yeah, I hadn't moved to Southie yet. The snow was, like, halfway up our downstairs, like, level. That's crazy. And the basement and, like, the downstairs were so warm, because there was, like, no air yeah. getting out mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah, that's, like, igloos and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. It actually works. So, another scientifically incorrect fact... Yeah, where where who you talk to about science? Yeah, us who know how many hours three days is, <laughs> and when we don't, it takes us a real long time to figure it takes out the us math. At least a minute to add it up. Okay, I think it's time for the G rating. I think that you're gonna give this movie. And and it's all right. I'm gonna give this movie a. That shit's dope. What? The fuck? <laughs> okay. I feel like <laughs> I was I was debating between and it's all right and fuck no. So. Oh really? Yeah. That's funny. I feel like it's because, like, had you said, oh here's the very small plot of, or, like, summary of the plot of this movie, I'd be like, I don't want to fucking watch that. But when I did watch it, I did like it. Because it was, like, kind of sci-fi-y. It's like, um, I don't know. I always get this one, or before I watch this, I get, like, this one confused with that Tom Cruise one with Dakota Fanning. I think they're, like, it's, I don't know. War of the Worlds. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, this is stupid. Here's another one. <laughs> another one. Um, <laughs> and, but then, 
I think I just don't like sci-fi movies by, like, random no-name actors, because that really pisses me off. Because, like, the ones that Pat watches, like, the scary movies and the sci-fi movies that he watches from, like, Netflix that, like... That are just, like, random sci-fi and movies. they are shit actors. Yeah. I don't mind it when people can actually act. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's my explanation. <laughs> it's not... Any sense, but that's how I justify things. No, maybe one day I get it. You'll be like, I understand where she's coming from. Now, like, I don't know. There's a lot of these movies that I remember. Like, I probably haven't seen this movie since I was like in high school. Oh, really? And when I was in high school, I remember being like, "This movie's cool," and I started it today, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so bored." Like, oh, really? How, like, I was entertained, but I was just like, okay, well, like, come on, let's, Mm -hmm. let's fucking get to it. Yeah. Let's go. And so, because of that, I was like, well, Katie's gonna be bored. It's also much harder when I don't watch the movies with you. Like, nothing will ever be as hilarious as watching Star Wars with you and looking over at your face and just being like, oh, Oh, no. When I was literally fighting my eyelids because I was falling asleep, I was like, I keep watch. I keep seeing these things on TikTok that are like all these people, and it's like these girls that are watching Star Wars Episode Four for the first time, and it was like something happened, and this girl went. <gasps> I was like, No, I don't know what you're jumping at. No, that's never a thing. That's never been a thing. No. Fire that fucking bitch. What? I was not recording. I'd paused it while you got into the bathroom, mm-hmm. and I was, like, just talking And as I hit pause, so it literally just starts with me going, that fucking bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we have a theme right now for... The, like, this against the couch, and then she jumped at me, and I had scared me, like, literally, <laughs> legitly, I mean... Even though I knew she was going to do it. Um, yeah. We could do themes. That's basically my... Right now it's kind of like a end of the world theme. I feel like I have a very specific criteria for movies that I like. Yeah, I feel like you're going to hate the next one, but that's okay. Great. I don't mind sci-fi movies if it's good acting. It's rarely the case. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man okay um what's next do we do everything i don't know yep. how many fucking episodes of this podcast do we have do we know how it works no no this is our 51st episode oh 51 we're getting old five one yep Alrighty. so you know in our true way of wrapping this up we don't mm-hmm. have a good segue it's okay but do you want to tell people the plan of what you want to do, or you want them to guess? Um, so, I'm gonna wrap up, I think if we do, like, three movie, either themes or, like, actors, obviously Nick Cage Month was a lot for us and really fucking threw us off. Mm-hmm. So, I think maybe, like, three movie themes, or three movie actors. I mean, I didn't mind watching them. I think I like Nick Cage movies. Thought, thought I was going to hate every single one. Loved every single I'm one. I'm just mad h- at how much you hated National Treasure and how much you loved Next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm looking at the list of the movies that's that we've funny. watched, and I'm just like... It's so true, though. How do you hate National Treasure? It's so good. It's because it's historical, and I don't... I hate history. I'm not that big. I, like... if Out of all the nerdy things that I have, which is literally, like, 0.5%, that's the one I hate the most. Like, I would never be a nerd about history. I would never be like, ooh, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So, this theme is kind of like, obviously, we did The World's End, and then the day after tomorrow, so it's like, end of the world, kind of disaster. So that's what I'm gonna wrap this theme up with. I'll tell you what we're watching after this episode ends. Okay. And everybody else can guess on the clues. And if you guess the clues correctly, which are on Instagram, so follow us on Instagram at Olivier Rose Pod, then you get a shout out. Um, does anybody want to guess who the shout out goes to this week? Because <laughs> it's fucking Kendra. <laughs> that bitch knows her movies and also is the only one who answers my clues. Yeah. She questioned herself on this one. She said the day after tomorrow, but <laughs> she was still fucking right. So yeah. great job, Ken. You got it. What but, clue did she guess on? The was second it, one. The oh tornado nice. one. I remember you were showing me and I was like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's not today and it's not tomorrow. <laughs> it's the day after tomorrow. <laughs> what if I was like, yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, if you want to get a shout out like Kendra does pretty much every two weeks, then you can follow us on Instagram at Olivier Rose Pod. You can also find us on Twitter at Olivier Rose Pod. We have a Facebook page that is Olivier and Rose. We have a website that is OlivierRosePod.squarespace.com. And honestly, if I don't say so myself, it's pretty fucking cool. I might be a little biased because I designed it. But as I talk, I'm going through it right now. There's a little about section, which is about the podcast and then gives you a little meet the host with some cute photos of us that I forgot are on the website. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, um... That's funny. There is links to everywhere you can listen, which includes Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Addict, probably anywhere you can get your podcast, except for iHeartRadio, because I didn't know that was a thing, and I don't know how to get podcasts on there. Oh, weird. Only, I asked Lucas to listen to our podcast, and he said, where can I listen? And I went, the, like, the podcast app mm-hmm. you like you have a fucking apple product and he was yeah. like i don't use that and i was like okay like spotify and he was like no he's like are you on iHeartRadio?" i was like no loser go down down go download venmo and then we'll talk seriously but it's also got links to every episode we've ever done so by the time you're hearing this all 51 episodes mm-hmm. um so that uh website again is olivierrosepod.squarespace.com dot com dot com anyways (laughs) so follow us on all the socials you can like our podcast on itunes rate and review you know we that would help us grow five stars probably please we hate our jobs please let us make money off this so i can fucking quit my job thanks and katie's giving her input of please rate us Five stars. <laughs> uh, you sound like the kid from The Shining when he's like, Red Rab. <laughs> Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Five stars. 
Bye, stars. All right. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. Uh, Bye. Bye.